kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. A love story. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah, we're good. I think okay. we're good. Yeah. Okay, welcome. Sorry, welcome. 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 Uh, welcome to the Joel and Tim show. Maybe we threw away fucking two minutes of shit then. Yeah. How you doing, Joel? How you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm good. I, I can't complain in the depths of winter. Yep. Um... So are we cutting that first bit? Probably. Where are you applying your trade this week? Um, I have been at Rangiora, um, just doing a wee sort of a bit of a wallpaper strip, bit of a pigment seal skim, and then a bit of a paint up. We feature wall. Um, just what, uh, wallpaper feature wall or just paint? No, sorry, paint a feature wall. Get rid of the old. There was actually three layers of wallpaper, which was a bit of a bit of a nightmare. I got to say, nothing. Nothing I can't handle, but just, you know, stripping three layers of wallpaper, one of them was lining paper and probably not sized. So what do, was, What's your stripping wallpaper technique? Uh, so what do I usually do? You see people at DIY, they have those paper tiger things. Like I, the perfor- that I don't like that. The it, it fucks the wall. It's not good. Okay. I've never used one so of those. So it gets the paper off, but it fucks the wall. Yeah, I just don't like putting all the punctures in the wall. So what I all I do, all I've ever done is... Typically, you could dry what we call a dry strip. We dry strip the top layer, and then I get a just a standard sort of you know little garden sprayer, little pressurized garden sprayer. Yeah. And you there's a I mean you put some glyphosate all over I, the wall. I put a little bit of Agent Orange in there just to just just to just to kill the Vietnamese a little bit, and my own troops a bit of blue on blue. Um, I put a bit of the stuff called diff. Now diff to me. For all intents and purposes, diff. I'm assuming it. I'm assuming it's got a little bit more than this, but it just smells like dishwashing detergent. It's okay. What, but I put the diff in. You get a big thing of it from any paint. You might not be able to get it my time. You can definitely get it at a paint shop. So you put a squirt of diff in. Yeah, and, and as hot as maybe not boiling water, but like you go to the client or whatever. You go to their tap, and you just run the water till it's as hot as it will go. You squirt some diff in the bottom of the pressure sprayer. You put it under the hot, hot tap, and it will bubble over like, you know, super bubbly, like dishes, like you're overflowing the sink. Put your little pressure sprayer on, pump, 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 and just soak the fuck out of the wall. Trying to be a little bit careful around the plugs, because if you go a little bit crazy around the plugs, you might hear a bit of... <laughs> and that's when you're like, oh shit, I've uh, put a bit too much water on the walls. And usually, hey, look, as far as I haven't burnt anyone's house down, it usually just kind of dries up over time, yeah, it I think. Buzzes away. But yeah, buzzes away for maybe half a day. You'll hear it buzz. You just don't turn <laughs> don't turn the light switch on that day or that, or that uh, PowerPoint. But uh, so, yeah, extra special care around the plugs. Just But the rest of the wall, you want to drench it basically with this hot water with diff in it. Leave it for five, get your wide blade scraper and just hopefully in a perfect world you'll just come in and it'll just fall off the wall. In a perfect world, in a utopia. Often we don't, as everyone knows, we don't live in a utopia and sometimes you are just battling it. Just, you know, 
five, if you're lucky, uh, half a five dollar note size piece every. If you're lucky, sometimes smaller. Other, you know, you just never know what you're going to get, Tim. With, but um, yeah, anyway, enough about that. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing this week. Um, and then, then, then you got to let it dry. Then you got to pigment seal it. Then you got to skim it with plaster. It's a bit of a process, eh? It's when a lounge can kind of go from, uh, you know, like, if, hey, if people want it done and they got money, fine. But you just, it's, it's a long process and it's just like one room. You know, all of a sudden, you've, you know, you're spending quite a lot of time on it, eh? But if that's, yeah. what, the, if that's what the people want and they know that, well, who, who am that's I? That's what they get. Yeah. Who am I? So that's what I've been doing. Very exciting stuff. Uh, great work stories. It's a great work story. This one, <laughs> and and before we had our technical difficulties, you were saying you guys are in a little bit of a holding pattern. Yeah, we're twiddling our thumbs a little bit. We've got a, a couple of big jobs, yeah, and we've got all of the board and all the materials just sitting out at work, oh, mate. Um, but we've been delayed by project managers who say yeah. this is when it will be done. This is when you it will be ready for you guys, and. It's always the case well, you that know, it's not really. You know, you guys want to probably, you know, like what they do in Russia and lots of different countries, or you got what you guys want to do. You want to be dual purpose. So when you're not making kitchens, you guys want to be making landmines or artillery shells. Do you think you guys could? Is you well? Is there had dual purposes your machinery out there? Well, if there was, yeah, maybe we could just make the crate. combat kitchen. No, maybe we could make the crates. For oh the yeah, ammo. the crates, the yeah. ammo crates. Yeah, yeah. true. Maybe something like I that. Because, I mean, you can't just put fucking 155-millimeter shells in any old dinky little box. No. You can't put it in a garbled box, obviously. It's got to be a serious crate. Maybe. And, and if we were getting that um, MIC money, then, yeah. like, man, we could make some fancy-ass fucking crates. 100%. Like, I um, I think on the latest, uh, and I know I, I, I check with you, you haven't, you, you will listen, but you haven't listened to the latest Fu Man Swoop. I definitely will listen. You will listen. But, but I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my um, out of data phase ah, of the part month. Of the, it's, as, uh, <laughs> as we say to our wives, it's that time of the month. <laughs> but this is your, this is your cyber man period time. Yeah. You're yeah. having a, your phone. going to like a. Your yeah. phone's having a, you can't fuck your phone for like the next few days. Because yeah. it's, it's all happening down there. Right. Your, your, your phone is shedding its for a week, womb. Yeah, for a week. Or, or whatever it is. nothing. Yeah. Everyone's bleeding. Hey, we, and you know what? Speaking of bleeding out, out the womb and such things, not out the womb, but the womb shedding and such things, didn't have one gynecologist preference story from any of our female or transgender listeners. Not Bizarre. one. Not one. The ladies, no one wants to... What, admit that they go to a guy well, or we... admit that the guys are creeps? Or say, no, I go to a female gynecologist ah. because I don't want I don't want Daryl just, you know, Daryl's warm little... Dazza looking at the vajazza. I don't want Dazza <laughs> getting his warm, wet fingers up my JJ, so... No, so we had zero. Now, I'll well, you, we'll put it out there again. Tell you what, we, the, we're, I'm saying that all all male gynos yep. are creeps. Okay, well, and hey, and then if you lean that, on the pod. and if you lean that way, if you go through medical school and all of a sudden you find yourself down that path, um, you need to get out of there. Yeah, you maybe to, maybe if we can't get any ladies to to give us their um, their you know their their um, interactions with the gyno, maybe we could just. Does anyone of any gender know any male gynos? Are they because they probably not that many of them around, but surely someone knows one. I just think I just think biology, like I, you know, because I think how a guy thinks, um, and I'm assuming that all guys think similar similarly. Yeah, well, 
I think it just would be fucking awkward as hell, man. Yeah, like, it's not. It's not. It wouldn't be my first medical port of call. No. Um. Maybe. Maybe it's. I mean, maybe don't, they're. Don't maybe they're really bad at medicine, and they're just so hell bent on being a creeper, do- doctor, a creeper that they and end a up and, and a creeper that they just end up being being Doctor Huxtable down the creeper lane. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Huxty. Um, so yeah, yeah. Give us your feedback, please. Yeah, no feedback on that. Just, I thought I thought we would have had a few ladies with a little bit of feedback. And look, like I say, I will one hundred percent protect. Well, aside from I'll tell Tim, I'll one hundred percent protect your identity on the pod. Um, and, and if any other male creepy male listeners ask me, I will say, sorry guys, it's just between Tim, myself, and the. Uh, female listener, <laughs> I will. Um, I give you my word, hand on. Have I got my hand on my heart, Tim? Yeah, I think that's where your heart. Uh, would roughly be. here, right? Yeah, 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 hand on heart. So yeah. Um, anyway, we need a bit of feedback. Um, so what's been going on now? I did tell you um, before we went to air, we were inside having a cuppa. That we, um, I, I had a. Uh, I won't give his identity away on the pod because I didn't clear that. But he, he is a listener. He is a former Greymouth resident like you and me. I turned up at a job yesterday to view a uh, little bathroom paint job yesterday, and uh, I got out of the car. And, and and what do you have here? Another Greymouth person. I didn't know I was meeting a Greymouth former Greymouth resident, and I was like, "Oh, here you go, mate." Da, 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 da. And, and then he said, "Oh, you know." And then uh, let's call him Eb. <laughs> <laughs> EB said, oh, no, I listen to the podcast. And I'm like, oh, no, fucking, you know, I, I, I did what you did. You know, you kind of get a little bit shucks, a little bit like, ah, oh, you know, we just fucking silly. Please right don't, now. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, he was like, no, 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 no. I, you know, he enjoys it. And, uh, but that was oh, funny. It was funny out of the out of the blocks. And, um, and Shout and, out to EB. He's uh, a fucking as, legend. As I was uh, as I was leaving the viewing the, the job, we were walking in the driveway together talking about things and, you know, one funny now this is the the majority of the feedback we get in the last month is he looked at me and he's like, Geez, that Tim's a hard nut to crack on the music, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> or something to that effect. Oh, it, was bloody, you know, it was bloody funny, mate. Like everyone's everyone's well, like, to oh, be honest, Tim. All right, like um, <laughs> he could he could probably he could probably send a, a song through that okay. I like. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I can Well maybe E B can uh get on the <laughs> He might not be on Insta, uh, maybe on the Joel and Tim Show Twitter DM. Just mail it through, mate. Or just um, fuck. I've got a. Do you know I've got a, well, I've got a PO what's, box, but I don't even know what it is. What's it? Where, have we got an email address? <sighs> yep, yep, yep. We've got an email. It is. Thank you, thank you, Tim. Nice, uh, nice plug. Nice plug. Let me just pull the email up. Um, you should know it off my heart. I should. I know. It's the Joel and Tim Show podcast at gmail.com. Uh, once again, that is the Joel and Tim Show podcast at gmail.com. So if you need, if so any, if you're not on any social media, yeah, send it through um, to that. That might be a good way to yeah to get in contact. Or maybe next week. And so if you need any painting jobs done, yep, totally. That's the that's address. also good. Yeah, and uh, I do have a PO box, uh, so maybe we could drop the. That's the whole point of having a PO box, right? If someone wanted to send us a a tactile mail. Or maybe even a little. I mean, I'm not going to ask for presents, but maybe, maybe a little vacuum sealed uh, pack of oh anything, anything. Yeah, like uh, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll take vacuum sealed packs of anything, basically uh, from anywhere around the world. Anywhere around the world. Maybe I'll just drop the PO box on the pod next week, so we'll write down the show notes. 
So what do we got this week, Tim? We'll try- I'll, I'll, I've got one for we'll you. We'll try to you- do a week. Should we try to do a... I know I failed last episode. Uh, what are we on currently? Um, what do you mean? Time? Time, yeah. We're at 15. Okay. Should we try to blast out uh, in, by an hour, one hour 30? Yeah, okay. So you, you had some show notes. Yeah, no, it, it was just... What do you got? Um, what you mentioned before... Maybe it wasn't on the pod. Um, about l- l- we're talking about Warriors content and league content. Uh, yep, yep. So this isn't about league, but it's no. about um, it's it's about them. I think they're going to have the NRL are going to have an issue because there's a lot of there's a lot of league content coming out now, and a lot yep. of the players are going on podcasts. Oh yeah, and a lot of the players are just talking. Yeah, like like they would maybe in the locker room. Bit and of locker room chat. Bit of locker room chat. I like and it. I can just, I can see, because I, I see the headlines and I was like, oh, you know, Brandon Smith said this and this and he was on this show. And, was and that I, the one with James Graham? Yeah. And, and I see this quite a lot. And, and I'm they like, the, I, they were I doing the shit chat, eh? You wait. It was average too. You wait for the NRL to try to maybe squash, Rip, squash it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be, it'll be in the contract. There might be, there might be a little too much of the guys uh, well, getting their look, voices the out there. The cheese is prone to. Maybe being a bit of a silly bugger at the best of times. Yeah. So you did send me that clip, and it's it's once again it's kind of that whole thing with there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, we, I've got a nothing new under the sun clip this week as well, uh, which is funny. And we both I called you on the day because you listened to this podcast on the day, which was no agenda. Anyway, we'll get to that later. But you sent me the back to the um, back to the Brandon Brandon Smith on. Is it? Is it James Grant? What's James? Yeah, I don't even know what the, I don't know what it There's is. There's so many like uh like I was uh, like before like you were saying before is before we started recording I was saying to you um you know about the just in the last month it's like I only really listened to this Warriors life and that's the pick of the Warriors pods for me. I did listen to one the other day called oh, I can't even remember it was um what the fuck this is terrible terrible um Terrible recall. It was was it? Oh, Waz Up podcast. I mean, it's fine. It's called Waz Up. Uh, it's fine. Uh, he had the guy, the the host had uh, Tony Kemp on, old Kempy. But you know, I don't know. It just it just lacked a dimension for me. Maybe maybe um, the fact that this Warriors life have a you know, there's there's essentially three hosts and guests. You know, Will's at the helm basically. Yeah, and then and then, you, then you've got um, you got Brad and Fonzie. Sometimes do all three, and sometimes you know one week it's one way, and it works. But some other, yeah, I mean, I've I don't want to shit on all these other Warriors podcasts too presumptuously, but I'm you know I still think uh, without blood too much smoke, the, the this Warriors life's probably the gold standard of. Of I'm talking about like the, the Warriors have their own podcast. Yeah. And that's what you expect it to be. It can't be But you're never gonna get an outsider take during that because they are all yeah, exactly. They get all they get all, yeah, yeah, to get all the good to get the no, you've you've got ac- you've got direct access to whoever you want, D Walks, SJ, whoever. Which I is fine, but you're never gonna get that. Like but this is where you, you're not get, getting the hot takes. Getting there. back to you what you are bringing up is um was yeah that clip you sent me of Brandon Smith talking to James Graham about like shitting? And it's like 
you know, first off the bat, it was kind of like, well, I think ours, and, and, and not to blow too much smoke up our own asses, and Fu Man's shit chats are, I mean, just just a superior product, just an absolutely, just on that too. This morning, uh, did a really, um, wow, it was um, a lot of corn this morning, a lot of corn, a lot of corn. I actually asked Amy, when Come check we, this out. When did we have corn last? She's like Tuesday. I'm like, oh shit, that's 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 like two whole days. Two whole days. It was a big one. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> uh, it was pretty corny though, but um, uh, lovely, um, lovely stall though, I must say. But um, yeah, but back to the cheese. Yeah, nah, just yeah, like it's. I mean, I suppose that's his style, but I don't know. Uh, once again. They're obviously not listening to this, but and I suppose it's just one of those things where how many things can a group of guys talk about? Like, how many things are there? Like, what is there in life? There's eating, sleeping, shitting, bodily functions. Your bodily functions. There's um, there's romantic interactions. Um, there's um, occupations, and then there's leisure time. I mean, what else is there? There's only there's only so many cat. There's only several categories of things, right? And then, but then from they then, can encompass uh, a know, lot everything. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. But um, yeah. So your your point you're trying to make is, um, keep your eyes peeled for the governing body to try to rein in their essentially their. It's not their. Pr- Oh, it's parts, it's aspects of their product, which I believe I heard Fonzie on This Warrior's Life's most re- recent episode say that the, or was it that up the, uh, the Waz Up pod? One of the two ones I listened to this week, saying that the, it might have been Tony Kemp actually, saying that the NRL is essentially, it's like a $2 billion enterprise. Did you know that? No, I don't think it would be worth that's that much. What, that's what I believe, I can't I can't confirm, but I believe that's what Tony Kemp said. I mean, you're like, shit, the NRL's a... And that was like, wow. So when you're getting into those numbers, um, aside from the obvious uh, gambling and corruption aspect that comes with that much money, <laughs> $2,000 million. When there's $2,000 million in the pot, it's going to attract all manner of corruption. We're getting off topic. Gambling and corruption, I believe, go hand in hand. I don't think there's any debate there. Um, and look, look, Tim, I'm the first one to have a punt. I'll just be honest. But uh, back to yeah, yeah. So your but your point is, I just I've, I've seen so much. You think they're going to start raining like, so them in? So much content of guys just sort of spouting shit off and and saying what they th- really think. And I think I oh, I just don't know <laughs> if the much, NRL um, are going to let it let it play for too much longer. I think they're going to um, squash it. Is there much? Geopolitical or UFO chat in the NRL ranks? No, well, this is the thing. I don't, I don't I... consume that much of this. This is only when I, a clip. I couldn't. Come, when a clip comes across my desk, I'll I'll watch it and go like, ah, oh, okay, interesting. I don't think the NRL would like this. No, see, that's what I want. What I know, it's a real niche market, and it's kind of our market. Our market is sports and. Like, there's not really. I mean, I don't want. I'm assuming there'll be another podcast in New Zealand that might. Do the full gambit, ranging from well, social, we don't, well, social and global issues <laughs> and league. Yeah, but 
it with 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 like I a would, with a, with a with strong West Coast roots. Strong West Coast roots. It's a bit of a niche market, but I would love to know some NRL players takes on some global issues and also I probably would not, not want to actually rather, know it. rather not know. Yeah. Can you think of anyone off the top of your head who you think would be pretty based? With basing it on not much. And they're probably always going to be. I know, I know this is being ageist to a degree, if that's even a thing. But the, I think it'll, it'll be the older. It'll be the players. older ones will be a bit more switched on. But can you think of anyone who would maybe see the? Or is it just not a sports? Is it not a professional sportsman's thing? I like, don't know. I don't know. Because you know, I just, I just don't ever see too much of that chat in that world. There must be someone. In the thing is, I just don't think people want to hear. It. I think people who love sports just don't really want to hear anything political from their sports stars. It doesn't have to be political though, but I just mean like their yeah. Like, but any geo, any G, you know, any what take on what's individuals happening? takes on how the world history or anything. They just it just seems like it's all very. It seems like they you can't say the you can't say the right thing, so you better say nothing. Because you're gonna upset, yeah. you're gonna upset some fans, right? Ah, and they yeah, just don't want right. to upset the fans. I, I t- like there's like a, a an example was um there's a guy that plays for the New York Mets. His name's Peter Alonso. He's like a home run derby guy, big guy. Hits a lot of home runs. What do you runs. mean by home run derby? Well, so at the All Star game, which is just was just last week, they'll get like um yeah, it's a fan thing, like. You know, everyone in the, that watches the Major League Baseball knows who the guys who you know, hit a long ball. You know, yeah. you know who the you know there will be like the uh, Vladimir um, Guerrero Juniors, your Julio Rodriguez's, your Peter Lonzos, um, your Ronald Acuna Juniors, um, those sort of guys. You know those guys, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. They. I don't know if anyone knows those guys. I know those. Can guys. you please email the podcast if you uh, watch baseball? Does, now, I, uh, just getting slightly off topic. I watched uh, Freddie in the Eighth last night with uh, uh, Freddie Fitler, Andrew Johns, and I think it's Emma Lawrence, who's one of the nine you know um, news models. And um, they did a models. How dare you? Well, no, that's what they call them in our agenda. They call they just basically <laughs> call hot news chicks or models. sort of hot. Like you know what I mean. When I yeah. say hot, I just mean. <laughs> Um, full makeup, well presented, well presented. Yeah. You're a news model. That's the, what they're there for. They're, they're not there to get. Freddie and Joey are there to do the analytics, right? And you have a you have a an air quotes pretty face just to keep the show moving. But anyway, on the Freddie the Eighth on Nine uh, YouTube yesterday, Nine World World of Wide World of Sports, uh, they had a um, commentator's curse segment because I think Joey Johns like the week before might have. As Kalen Ponga was going to kick a do a conversion kick, um, Joey Johns said oh, something like, "He got eleven from eleven last week," and then one second later he kicks the ball and he shanks it across the front of the goal. And but there was one that was kind of an opposite. It was it was an opposite commentator's curse, where it was a game this week in the Major League Baseball. It was, I believe. The Colorado Rockies versus the New York Yankees tied 7 all bottom of extra innings, which is probably the 10th or 11th innings. And this guy come up to the plate. I can't remember his name. He plays for the Colorado Rockies. And the commentator was saying, uh, out of 112 at-bats this year, such and such has not hit a home run. Bang, home run. It was crazy. It was just like... 
It was literally this. It wasn't even actually a second after the guy said, this guy's not hit a home run this season. And with half a second after he finished the sentence, the guy just absolutely smoked a ball out of the park, cause park. Now, does, now does that commentator say that every game leading up to that? Um, I no. Well, it's just if if you're a if you are if you're ninety odd games into the major league baseball season without a hit, and you're a hitter, and you haven't hit a home run, that would be. That is uncommon, and the fact that he mentioned it and then hit it, and it also it wasn't just any home run; it was a walk off home run to win the game. I think I believe Tim. I know you want to know uh, our friend Shohei Otani, aka the Toyota Pig. He's leading the major league in home runs. I mean, he he will have to be. He will, I mean, he doesn't have to, but he he must win the MVP this year. He'd have to win the MVP. How's he going pitching? Awesome. He's got one he's one he's got one of the best ERAs. He's one of the best pitchers in the major league and he's leading the home he's leading home as it. And like all these other he's leading all these categories. It's it's kind of like a halfback also being um Adam Fanor Blake. It's it's weird. Leading the hit ups as well. It's kind of like leading the hit ups and, and kicking the goals and choicists <laughs> and kick meters. It's like lead it's like and try yeah, everything. It's like leading all the things, eh? That's what uh show how done. He's like, anyway, we're getting off topic, that's my fault. Back to what you were talking about, which was bring me back. Like I oh, just just, oh, league just pods. content. League con- yeah, content. Yeah, content. Yeah. yeah I, like I said, there, I've noticed an uptick in Warriors pods of late. Yeah. And look, that's always going to happen. And we're well, all. Especially when they're doing well. But yeah, some of them. Look, even. even and this is, te- this is a testament to you, Tim. Even some of these pods' sound quality, not that good. Like, all we're, all we're running here is a. You know, it's not all we're running, but, you know, we're just standard microphone stands. Sort of singing mics, nothing fancy, no dead kittens, no shoes, none of that. You get there's a there's a few. Yeah, there's a bit of. And then uh, we've just got a little, uh, real basic DJ wicka 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 mixing board that you can plug and, uh, four we, mics into. I mean, into. Uh, look, I could be biased, well, biased, but we sound pretty good when I listen ah, back. That sounds alright. But yeah. then some of these other ones, there's all this really bad sound quality. Eh, I don't know. So I think, uh, Tim, it might just be you being Mr. Modest about being Mr. Producer. Mr. Modest Producer, Tim, potentially. There's that. So do you want to wrap up your... Do you want a final word on um, NRL? It's not NRL content. It's it's like NRL contraband content. It's like outside of it, eh? Yeah. I just, uh, I'd love to know what's in these guys' contracts as far as um, media. Yeah, totally. And what they can say and can't yeah. say. Um, but yeah, it's just a little watch the space. I think there might be too much content for the NRL soon, and they might you try to squash it. Look at Sean Johnson, for example, though. He he's a, he seems like the sort of guy, like you. I don't know what the like what, as you were saying. I don't know what the arrangements are the Warriors have with someone like Sean. But he, to me, if I was running that ship. He seems like the sort of guy you wouldn't have to worry much about. No. He, he's not a guy, but Brandon Smith is a guy that you'd be like, rightio, mate. Like, okay. You and know. there's a few players in every team that you'd probably yeah. be like, uh, maybe don't tell that story. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> Brandon Smith is a walking don't tell that story, basically. <laughs> Him and Munster, eh? It's just like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, sure. Well, like, I want to hear them. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you want to hear them on the John just, and Tim show, though. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't see the NRL letting it go for too much. They longer. should. Yeah, here's the thing. Here, here is this is the place. This is the pod to do it on. 
Should I quickly do the clip um, of the the we won't blow the word because we want that we if we give the word away. But if um, for our long term listeners, and if you're not long, if you're a new listener uh, out there, I believe it was episode. Oh, I can't fuck this up now. It was in the eighties. Let me just pull it up. There was a there was a show, and the show title I won't give away because that would give away this whole coming bit. It was in the 80s. Jeez, you go a long way back here. Wow, look at all these shows people get for, for essentially, unless you're a Patreon supporter, look at all these shows people get for nothing. Bloody lucky, lucky listeners out there. <laughs> um, oh, I've gone way too far back. Where are we? We're in the 80s. Okay, so uh, here we go. Episode now, if, if you want to go back to episode 82, if you are a new listener, to get some context about what we're going to talk about, episode 82, uh, I will pull up the clip from... The No Agenda, well, the latest No Agenda uh, that was uh, on, it was No Agenda episode 1573. It was on Monday, but now, I mean, it's the 20th of July. It would have been on the 17th of July, 2023. Uh, I'll play the clip, shall I? I'm also requesting a biscuit for my birthday. This is John C. Dvorak. You can give her that right now. They always Uh, give me a biscuit on my birthday. uh, Tomorrow, July 14th, and second, second. Second Mint, Second Mint, Second Mint. I don't know. I think she wants Second Amendment Karma. Second Amendment. Okay, Second Amendment Karma. As I plan to pursue a rotation from the U.S. to the U.K. within my accounting firm. Uh, I don't know if that's Second Amendment. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> some shade from Portland, Oregon. But what do you think it is then? Because I have Second Amendment Karma. Well, that, well, I'll just give her this. Well, what Second Amendment got to do with the U.K.? <laughs> anyway, so there we have John C. Dvorak struggling with secondment, or as I referred to it as, as he did, secondment. Secondment. <laughs> first, isn't it interesting, the first time you ever come across a word in the English language? Like, that is such a strange word. Yeah. So yeah, if you're unfamiliar with um, my struggles with secondment, um, in episode 82, it's worth a listen. And then, yeah, it's just, as hey, we all, it trips up everyone, maybe. As we always say, there's nothing new under the sun. Let's just, uh, just for old Lang Syne, let's just quickly pull it up because I still forget. I still forget what it means. Uh, it's, I think it's more of an English term, which is probably what tripped up the Yanks. It's something to do with uh, work, isn't it? Or uh, secondment. Uh, the temporary transfer of an official or worker to another position or employment. So you get seconded. Yeah, so it's like. Um, you know, sort of Tim's Tim's twiddling his thumbs at the kitchen joinery factory, waiting for a couple of big projects to start. So Tim's big dog might, his mate might have a building company, and he might be like, "Tim, I'm secondering you to the site in Kaipoi to do a foundation for the next week." That would be a secondment, right? <laughs> That's a secondment. Would that be something? If if that happened tomorrow, would you be like, "Fuck," or would you be like, "Sweet"? Oh, you don't I, really care as long as you get really paid. Yeah. yeah, if you had to go and do a found, mate, do a pour. Do a found. Is there something that uh, like you could just walk into and 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 or, or a build? Are you guys kind of like the Freemasons? Are you quite like you know you're quite protective of doing the found or or not? I it, honestly, it it varies. Some people are really. Is it sa- what I'm trying to say is, is it sacred? Is is the foundation sacred? It looks. Quite sacred to me. For some people, it is. Yeah, I bet and it is. My, myself, I would never outsource a foundation to no. anyone else. 
That that's crazy. What's more sacred, a found or a roof? Go the roof going on. Ah, uh, to me, oh shit, <laughs> big question. Yeah, the this thing is, I wouldn't. I, no, I have sourced roofs out, roofs out, yeah. roofs, roofs. Is it? It's but roofs, never, eh? But it's yeah. weird. I would never, I would never roofs. outsource a uh, a slab a found. or a found. Yeah, no, nah. no chance. Not happening. Because the guys who do it all the time are really good, but I just don't think they're. Um, I don't know. They're not. Quite, Does it just turn into a bit of a cookie quite cutter operation? Accurate enough yeah, okay. to my liking. Yeah, if you want accuracy, you and to be honest, sometimes the slab's fine and the size is fine and it's in the right place, but it might be, oh, the the fucking pipes. Like no one was here checking all the pipes oh, are in the right space, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You just sometimes you let the let the plumbers just with a set of plans, you let them go, and uh, fuck all of a sudden your pipes aren't in the wall. Yeah, it's not good. You need someone. So you, you need someone to, so to be checking that shit. You want? Full yeah, time. I, I get it. So you yeah. want to be you want to be in control of that. That's a yep. it's a crucial part. Well, because if you fuck up, if you fuck that up, then yep. it just flows on the whole job, yep. doesn't it? And yeah. what happens then? The concrete cutters are coming out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's a fuck up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you the integrity of your slabs probably not quite was what it could have been, or yeah, is it not well, really an issue. I don't think it would matter no. that much, but it's just a pain in the ass when you can get it. Extra right. unnecessary work when yeah. you could have just. Yeah. Hey, and I'm sure those guys are fast and cheap. Um, maybe yeah, most builders would take longer to do a slab yep. or to do a found than the guys who do it all day every day. But yep. uh, I think they're more reliable. Yeah. Nose blow. Nose blow. First one. Nose blow. Eat it. Nose blow. Eat it. Ah, <laughs> uh, get it all out, and we're, we're live. <laughs> Uh, so that was the secondment, and yeah, I mean, I know it's a bit of an inside, especially for Tim and I, it's a bit of an inside joke. But to to hear our um, to hear our our, our podcast um, our podcast overlords also trip up on second mint was a real a source of yeah, it was an actual lull for me. It was a big yeah. lull, like it was a straight on the phone to Tim, and he rang me back, and he you, Tim or when I rung Tim on Monday, Tim or, when he rang me back, he already he's like, I know, I know, I know what it is, I know what it is. I was like, what? I oh, see. Let me guess. Let yeah. me guess what you're ringing for. Yeah, had to be there, but it was fucking funny. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, I feel I like I feel bad for for people for newer listeners. Sorry, yep. if um, there's a lot of the shit is inside jokes. Yeah, and. If you've been listening for a long time, you'll you'll sort of get. But a lot there of this. are a lot of shit pot like 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 they're, they're, for all the podcasts in the world, most of them are shit. So just go back to if if you only started listening at episode one hundred, just go back to eighty two tomorrow morning. Download episode eighty two, secondment or secondment, whichever way you want to do it, and listen and just listen back, and then go to uh, episode fifteen seventy three of No Agenda and listen to that, and you know the. Um, the the only thing is with that particular one is it is in the bit of no agenda that a lot of people would f- and you well I don't always but a lot of people fast forward it yeah it's the, the donation it's section the donation section yeah uh, but I, I listen there's lots of good shit in there sometimes there is some good shit in there sometimes and um yeah but we're still douchebags but we we'll get there one day like that I don't know if you guys know this but we're in what is deemed Tim a cost of living crisis at the moment just so it's not i have heard that it's not the easiest around you know so anyway enough about that no one wants to hear about that um so uh i've got a couple of no agenda things one one thing i've talked about on no agenda last couple no agenda the last couple of episodes 
specifically Adam Curry because he is a he is a proper he's a proper pilot. I don't think, from what I could gather, he's not just a single-engine putt-putt plane rated pilot. It sounds like he could fly bigger planes. Is that the impression you get? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't, yeah, the well, do you think I, he could jump into an ear, into it? Uh, I think with a bit of training, commercial pilot sounds like he's pretty well versed in the pilot world. He knows all the lingo, the jargon, and he can fly a plane. What's been interesting, much like how you will see in. I don't know if it's happening in New Zealand because I don't watch the news here, but I, I'm constantly seeing clips or, or memes online about how, say, in Europe, for example, they show you the old, uh, from the early 2000s or prior to that, you'll see the old um, weather charts on the 6 o'clock news at night, and it would just be sun, 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 sun with a bit of cloud, a little bit of rain down here. But now in Europe, and maybe in America, and maybe even in New Zealand, I don't know, it'll just be like, if it's hot, it'll just be red, and it'll make it look like the entire Earth's on fire. Much like that's a thing. Um, so do you think they're just using, uh, yeah, they're just using those colours to... Well, we know about red, right? Yeah, it, it used yeah. to just be like a like a, a graphic of, let's just use England. Imagine the shape of England, and if it's summer, it would just be a sun, and like above it, it will be like 24 degrees Celsius. Yeah. And now, if it's hot, it would just be, the whole screen will just be gradients of red and orange, like the places like being nuked by by Russia. It's crazy. So it's obviously part of, as most people listen to this podcast know, an agenda. So another part of this climate agenda, which has been raised by Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak on No Agenda this week was and last week, was the um, claims that climate change is causing more turbulence on airliners. And Adam just goes off on it. like it's And then they play all these clips, and it's a thing. Like There's all these different news outlets pushing this narrative that Due to climate change, there's there's go there is and there and it will continue to get worse turbulence on flying. It's like there's the war on flying, like they're just ruining it for all us plebs. But the reality is, according to Adam, is what they what they, which is air traffic control, the higher ups and the airline companies are doing, is instead of Having air traffic control, well, this is the way, I, I mean, he explained it much more technically, technically than this, but this is my understanding. No. They used to just, so you'd be in like a, especially at busy airports, you'd be in a bit of a holding pattern and you'd slowly go down levels. Yep. What Adam's saying is now, and this is done on purpose, they're just bringing planes down in one big glide. And apparently it's to save petrol not for the environment for the bottom line of the airliner and it's kind of like fuck the passengers getting rocked around and it's going flying through all this turbulent air and oh it's, so it's plane to plane turbulence it's not um, it's, it's some of its wake they were talking about the plane the jet wake how yeah. they don't care about that as much anymore either they just fly through that but apparently they used to like i i, I only went on a, a plane when i was no shit i was 21 years old that was the first time I'd been on a plane. So that was only 23 years ago. Since then, obviously been on, not, not um, you know, I'm not Conor McGregor, but getting on a few, going on a few trips to Aussie and Raro and, you know, been to Raro um, 17 times, I think. Have you? Yeah. Did you get skunked every time you went there? Every time I went there, I got skunked. I've been to Indo 22 times, skunked every time. No way. Yeah. 
I've only been to Chopes four times. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I dropped in on Kelly Slater there once. <laughs> Wasn't happy. Wasn't happy. You know all about that, getting dropped in on by me. By you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I talked to Kelly about that, and I was like, fuck, mate. I'm like, he's a nice enough guy, yeah, but just, yeah. yeah he means, a, he means well. He just doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but Adam was just pushing back on the... Um, the climate climate change turbulence. Okay. He's like, nah, it's total bullshit. It's airlines bringing the planes down like in a real, not a con- way less of a. Well, it's obviously still controlled, but it's more to save the airline money. And they used to actually bring them down uh, for the sake of the passengers a lot more gently. And he's saying they just don't care anymore. So it's not from climate change. It's just from trying to say bottom line. More money, bottom money, line. Money. Not, it's not climate change. It's bottom line. So that was a little bit of it. So if you start hearing anything, it'll pop up in stuff. How climate change is causing more plane turbulence. You heard it here. Maybe first, and uh, just I, I do like just the, more total bullshit. I like the bit where you're talking about the um, the colours of you know the temperature colours because yeah. you could change a colour chart to be anything. Totally. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's like, but d- red d- does is... it say what red corresponds to? Well, like, did it have on the? Did it have a graph on the side that said red equals? Uh, it's red must be like thirty 50 degrees. Yeah, it, 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 not, but that's the thing. It's not even that hot though. Yeah, it's like usually if it's but like, if, 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 if red's just the hottest on the scale, but yeah. it could only be like you say thirty degrees. Yeah, it could be thirty degrees. Like, yeah, I don't want to be working in thirty degrees necessarily outside. But I tell you what, if it's thirty degrees and I've got access to a swimming pool or I can go to the beach. I'm not. I mean, life's who, pretty good. Life's pretty good. Like, let's let's not let's not get let's not get the let's not get our heckles up about. Um, I mean, I tell you what, I have been on Twitter a little bit this week, and I've just been served up a few climate climate change. Fuck, man, climate change people are they? That's it's a scary cult, man. It's a scary cult. I I delve into the to the like, the, you know, you're not that familiar with Twitter, but there's. On Twitter, there's kind of like two feeds. So if you went into the Twitter app on your phone, let's say, so you see there, it's got um, there, it's got Tim, it's got following, right? So there's following, yeah, and that's obviously who the Joel and Tim show follows. Who there's, are we following? Um, I'll read them off to you soon. But then also, if you see over here, there's another category at the top called for you. Yeah. So and is that just what the algo recommends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and so that's where you see the freak shows, right? That's where you'll see all the freak shit. Um, and that's where you'll see, yeah, just heaps of Ukrainian flags, um, four injections in the bio, rainbow flags, allies, trans, Ukraine, NAFO, fucking NATO dick riders. It's it's crazy in there. But the cli- some of the climate- So why are they recommended to you? Because you interact with them? No, no, no. Actually, I, I I tried to smoke out a New Zealand. Um, I tried to smoke out a, and I believe I've mentioned him loosely on this podcast before. I, when I was in for you last night, I just sometimes it just go seems to go on there, and I'm scrolling through. I'm like, I don't follow that person. I'm like, oh, I'm on that side of the timeline. So, I saw a guy. We had talked about him in the past. His name is where is he? Let's find him. Clark Gayford. Whatever happened to that guy? No, I think he's all right. Yeah. Um, so the guy's name is Jared Gilbert. I believe he he's like some sort of academic, Canterbury University. Remember I told you about the dude? I think he went like um, 
And like he got sort of, for use of a better word, embedded with New Zealand gangs. Yeah. I don't know much about the guy. I haven't read his books or anything. But he he's, uh, what does it say he is? Director of Independent Research Solutions, whatever the fuck that means. So he's a sociologist. It's a mouthful. At the University of Canterbury, New Zealand Herald columnist. So you're... you're Unless you're a sports writer, you're done. Like at that point, you're basically a libtard. Have you just? We'll just stop there for and two also seconds. Author. Yep. When you're talking about New Zealand Herald, I yep. stumbled across New Zealand Herald on Instagram. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll just have a little look through. Wait in there. So I, I went. I went. I was astonished by how little likes the page has. Yep. You know, each each individual post. Well, it's because the government hasn't given them uh, funding for a bot fund. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how I was stunned, I was stunned by how few likes there were on on their um, headlines and their pics of their headlines. Yep. And then I thought, well, I'll just go through the comments. And I was surprised with how negative it, all of the comments were. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, but the, but no. Well, that's, but that's, but that's n- engagement though. That's yeah, how I know, but no, but no, 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 no sort of, no follow-ups and no, so people would be. Oh, so crit- you're not saying no, there's no one in there going no, back and no, forward. No, no, it's no, just no. Like it was a just like it was a shit, a, a, just a shit show of of people like abusing the Herald for their fucking ridiculous takes on shit. Yeah, well, this and, guy's got some ridiculous but takes. But no, th- there was no pushback from the Herald at all. It's just like it, it's the it's a terrible fucking well, page. I suppose it's just to get you engaged and get you on the site and get looking at ads. Isn't that what it's all about? It must be because so, it, it it does nothing for the Herald. So this guy, this guy is, uh, shall we say, he's obviously a li- like surprise, surprise. He's an academic and a liberal. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, they tend to go. So he, so this this was the tweet that popped up in my for you that caught my eye from just Jer- for you, man. From this Jer- is yeah, just for you, Joel. This is Jared Gilbert NZ, a Canterbury University sort of whatever doodacky sociologist, whatever the fuck that. That sounds like one of those. Bullshit degrees where he studies. Well, hey, come and study study this podcast, Jared. You're more than welcome anytime. So this was his tweet that I saw that I I, I commented trying to um, smoke him out of the hole a little bit, but not. It's this my what my reply, which I'll get to, is that it's 74 people have looked at it and not one person has come back at me. To and I'm replying to him. This is what he said: Sweden will join Finland as new members of NATO. The one big rationale for Russia's war against Ukraine was stopping NATO expansion. What a remarkable fail. If Russia had any semblance of free press, Putin would be gone. That was on the 11th of July this year, 2023. So I just put, it's pretty obvious at this point NATO is failing militarily. Ukraine getting pumped in air quotes spring offensive. West slash NATO hung Ukraine out to dry. Western Europe is in all sorts. I don't think Putin is the problem. Collective West leadership is a joke. So no abuse, nothing, you know, just, you know, I could go on uh, and haven't managed to smoke Jared out of his hole. I don't think there's anything like in there that, you know, like I thought that's what Twitter kind of was. Like you go back and forward and hopefully we can keep it um, civilized. Yeah. But what I find funny here is, the one big rationale for Russia's war against uh, Ukraine was stopping NATO expansion. He's assuming at this point that Sweden and Finland joining NATO is a problem for Russia. Like I was listening to the Duran on the way here, and they were saying like, 
Sweden is embedded in the Western military milieu anyway, right? It's kind of like a load of shit. Like, Sweden use US gear. They train with Western countries. It's, it's, it's a nothing burger. And Finland is also a nothing burger. It doesn't really matter. The, the Russians probably aren't... Well, who cares if you're part of the Master yeah, the Russians Association? Aren't go, the Russians aren't like, oh my God, this is blowing up in our face. The last thing we wanted when we... When we well, when we uh, have taken over a part of Ukraine, which is kind of ours anyway, and we want to set up a bit of a security... Bar, the last thing we wanted was... Do you like my Russian voice? Yeah, the last good. thing we wanted was Sweden and Finland joining NATO. This is going to be a disaster. Well, like, well they, they've, already, they've already stepped over the line to make them do what they did. Yeah. So I was like, well, they've already done it. That's quite, so now that's what, quite so what is, a, so if Sweden, if Sweden enter, it's like, well, yeah, but they've already, they've already crossed the line. Yeah, fuck, it's all. But anyway, okay. this is an academic. This is a, a Cantabrian slash academic. But what I thought was funny here... What a remarkable fail. Well, no, it's not a remarkable... Well, it's a remarkable fail. Russia is absolutely annihilating the poor old Ukrainians on the battlefield. The West, the collective West, NATO, Western Europe are in all sorts, all sorts. That that whole offensive was in a... If there was... If there was... If the shoe was on the foot and that was a Russian offensive that they launched... It would be blasted 24-7 in the media about how useless the Russians are. The fucking poor Ukrainians haven't even got fucking air cover. They're just getting their, they're just getting dismembered by landmines left and right. And the West, the intelligence services of the West, knew these are war planners. They, they, you can't tell me they didn't know this was going to happen. They don't care. As long as it's not American and British and French body bags, they don't give a fuck. Tens of thousands of Ukrainians have died in this offensive alone, needlessly. And this fucking dipshit Jared Gilbert is saying it like the whole thing's a fail for Russia. And he then this but this bit really sets me off. If Russia had any semblance of free press, Putin would be gone. Semblance of free press, Jared. You work for fucking New Zealand Herald, Stuff NZ. It's all fun. It was funded. Does he by know the- what those words mean? Oh my god, this guy. This is a so-called academic at Canterbury University. This is who teaches people's kids. People are paying this guy to learn shit. This guy doesn't even understand. He thinks Russia media bad, Western media. I mean, I'm not. I'm putting words in his mouth, but it's essentially like, where was this guy when the Western media's were onslaughting their own citizens for the last three years during COVID with a total bullshit narrative, scaring the fuck out of everyone? Now society's breaking down for all intents and purposes. If you're a normie, it's falling apart. Cunts are just having heart attacks left and right. People are depressed, drunk, gambling. It's a shit show. And this guy's got the audacity to say if Russia had any semblance of free press, Putin would be gone. No, Jared. If fucking if the West had any semblance of free press or sense, all of these World Economic Forum fucking puppets like Trudeau, Ardoon, Macron, Rishi Sunak, they'd all be fucking at least at least rushed out of the parliament and seconded off somewhere else for, for, for use of a better term. But I just, I just, what is, what, 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 how do so, like there's, there's, there's intelligence and then there's smarts, right? Like this cunt's probably intelligent, but he's all, but how come they can't see past their, 
like liberal leanings. Like I have leanings, but I can also I can I can still sympathise with the Ukrainian people, right? Yeah. It's not like, but these these guys all seem like quite sidey. Like it's like, oh, Russia bad. It's always Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad. Well, anyone who, as soon as I heard people I'd saying, to, I love that, I love this guy to sit on that couch so I can yell at him and let him yell back at me. Yeah. But in, in a, in a civilized like way, to, would, civilized yelling. By yeah. the way, Jared, civilized I would like yelling. to ask someone like him because I saw a lot of this when the, everyone started putting sanctions on Russia and people were laughing, saying, yeah. "Oh, this is great." And all I could think of was. Yeah, but all that hurts is the Russian people. Yeah, it, but it, it hurts, didn't even hurt it, them. I know oh, anyway, it, yeah. it didn't, but it just that was the innocent, plan, though. Innocent Russian people. It's yeah. like, how can you, like you just said, you have sympathy for Ukrainians, one hundred percent. Even though they are you the can, people that got fucked the most. Yeah, and even though you can acknowledge that they aren't doing as great as the West thinks they are, and as the media thinks they are, you can still acknowledge that. They're getting shit on and poor bastards. But people who take the sides, like you said, they can't acknowledge that there's poor Russians involved in this as well. It's fucked. I it's mean, so fucked. Bear in mind, uh, in the latest episode, and I would love to, I don't want to be on Twitter going back and forth with Jared, Jared telling him what to do. But I would say to him today, for example, I listened to a podcast by my latest obsession, which is The Duran. Surprise, surprise. This episode was called. NATO summit failure and further Biden escalation with Jeffrey Sachs. You would have seen Jeffrey Sachs around. Yeah. You know Jeffrey Sachs. So the Durant guys had Jeffrey Sachs on. Uh, it was yesterday that episode came out. And like Jeffrey Sachs, obviously, I mean, I, I can't get, I can't off the top of my head do his bio here, but he's, he was essentially involved in the US government when the Soviet Union collapsed in 91. He was in and around what they should do with the Soviet Union and the state it was in in 1990, you know, the, the early 90s when it all collapsed. You know, he had Gorbachev out, Yeltsin in, real shit show. Anyway, the point that Jeffrey Sachs made, one thing I took away from this was Poland was given like billy or a lot of money billions they were given all these loan um what do they call them when your loans are kind of like you know you're like uh oh sorry the money you owed's just don't worry about it his billions pay all your bills sort everyone out get everyone kosher and they do that and then it's kind of on the up and up from there and then Jeffrey Sachs said, then he went to meet with, this was when like your Wolfowitzes, so your Chinese. Who, who, who sorted uh, Poland out? The Yanks. The Yanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, when I say the Yanks, it could have been, you know, with, it's like the international, yeah, the IMF, all these world, yeah. it's all bad actors, right? But they helped Poland. Because they must have, you know, it must be all, you know, on the Duran, the guy, Alexander Mercurius says, you know, they talk about them as, um, you know, sort of like uh, closed door debates. Alex Mercurius, he makes a good point. It's like, when it's closed doors, it's not a debate. He said, that's a plot. And he says, make no bones about it. When it's a secret or behind closed doors, it's not a debate. That's a plot. So they plotted to let Poland off the hook. Because they could use them, they obviously planning on integrating them into That's NATO. Strategic, yeah. Yeah, and 
interesting fun side note. So we've talked about Zbigniew Brzezinski in the past and, you know, the Grand Chess Board, and they talk about Zbigniew Brzezinski in this podcast and how, you know, he talks, like, Ukraine was always in play to be used as this sort of proxy for to U.S. to get their way in Eastern Europe, and it's, it's all transpired now. Interesting fun fact, Tim. Guess who the guess who the current ambassador to Poland is? He's probably got a his, his last name uh, is probably. You are correct, Brzezinski. Brzezinski. It's his son. His son. I mean, they are from Polish descent, but his fucking son. I mean, when you're talking about Putin and Lukashenko and all these bad actors in the world, all these bad guys and all their no freedom of press, it's just simplify and look at everyone. Yeah, there's varying degrees, but it's all like that. In fact, I'd actually make the case that the West are actually much, much better at corruption. We are so good at it in the West that I would say that in Russia and shit, I would say that the public's probably a bit smarter. And and, the, and I've heard this as well. I would say they're kind of like, yeah, we know our government's corrupt, but it's just the way it is. I reckon in the West, people here are propagandized to a high level and they don't know that. I really don't think... My, not even Jared Gilbert knows that. I think I think most people <laughs> in, in the West assume yeah, that the governments are doing the best yeah, for them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're looking out for them. And they're, yeah. Yeah, look at those roads. Look at those roads. Look at that <laughs> hospital there. Wow, I have to wait six months to get a fucking blood test. But hey, it's great. You know, oh look at the roads. Oh, they're full of potholes. Oh, yeah, shout out to the Greymouth Hospital. The <laughs> hospital, the ugliest. Fucking, oh, that's a monstrosity. Have we talked about that? Jesus, that's a monstrosity. That's a shocker. Mate. Who cleared? Who the that? fuck designed that? Who cleared that? It would have been better if it was just white tilt slab. Yeah, or just light grey tilt slab. It wouldn't be better. Yeah, right. That just, looks like it could belong in Russia in the fucking nineties. It's like it's horrible. But yeah, so Jared Gilbert, a, a local academic. I was kind of hoping he would engage on Twitter. And I'll be polite and politely invite him on here so I could try and get a vibe on these left-leaning fucking academics. Because I just, I get it, like, he's a sociologist. Fine, whatever that entails. But, like, 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 <laughs> there's five likes, six. So... That's not a geopolitical expert, though. And I'm going to make the case that actually, Jared, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, mate. Like, I'm but, a, but I'm anything a, I don't to do with a, war is people, a, though. I don't want to be a dick, but I would say I would have a better understanding of the general chess game than Jared. But he's an academic. And it's not about a big dick-sweeting contest between me and Jared. Well, that could be, but... Um, he might win the physical dick. I don't know what Jared's packing. For. What's Jared got? I don't know, but I don't really want to find out. But I, I want it to be maybe. On a, maybe you just. I want it to be on a nice warm day. That may get him to reply. Warm, I want to warm myself up a little bit. Okay. Do you need a fluffer? Oh, I'll fluff. I'm, I, I, or I you, self fluff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if anyone's, I mean, I mean, I suppose, I suppose my oh, fluffer. Jared might, might, Jared might be a shower, not a grower. He might yeah. just be fucking. Yeah, he could be one of those guys. He might yeah. just have a slab. He could walk around looking pretty good, but it might not. Yeah, there might not be a lot of variation in it. Jared, well, we have to wait and see. But <laughs> enough about that. But um, but yeah, this whole thing with Jeffrey Sachs, he's essentially saying that. The U.S. and its allies and their financiers essentially, as you said, strategically, purposefully didn't help Russia and its 
former Soviet, well, not all of them, some of the former Soviet um, satellite states that did help out, the ones that were going to suit the West. But Russia got plundered and they were like, no, you still owe us all that money and then all the money was gone and the place was a shambles and that was done on purpose. Yeah, it was and a long-term strategy. A long-term sure. strategy and it's and it's still going. And, and then Putin kind of come along and I don't know what all Putin's allegiance is. I don't know, you know, like... These guys, no matter what, there's still this overarching thing with, you know, every China, Russia, America, New Zealand, they're still they're still signing up for CBDCs, digital IDs, vaccination, um, whatever. Have you seen the... They um, still do all that. So let's just there's do no little, goodies. It's all baddies. Let's do a tiny bit of NZ uh, CBDC. Um, yeah, what are they doing? Well, I just, I've seen a, little, a few headlines now that they're trying to... They're talking about counterfeit money. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I did yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to make out like that. Yeah, I want that, to get some. That counterfeit some money out. is going getting so good. Of and course it is. There's going to be this massive influx of counterfeit money that... Uh, Can I just stop you there? Yep. Do you know what's funny about that is they don't call it that, but it's kind of like calling the Russian, the Putin regime and the... Uh, Biden administration. That's like saying when the when the when the Reserve Bank or whoever prints New Zealand cuck bucks for like the pandemic and giving everyone free money, that's just a whatever that is. But when when an outside party does it, it's counterfeit. It's like it's all counterfeit. You guys, the government, <laughs> it's all, it's the all government and money. the central bank just prints funny. They printed billions of dollars during the pandemic <laughs> and gave it all to us to shut us up and keep us in our house. But yeah. when some other third party decides to do it, on a, I bet on a tiny scale compared to the central bank, all of a sudden it's like, oh man, this is getting out of control. Sorry, back to you. Yeah, no, no. I've just, I've just seen an uptick in in that rhetoric of, I think we're going to have to head down the road of definitely getting rid of cash. Because oh, cash is evil, mate. Like, we just cannot. Do you know, people buy drugs enough. too. They buy drugs with cash. This cash is not reliable enough. They buy drugs, we don't, mate. we don't know if it's counterfeit or, or if it's... If it's real, do better. Do, yeah, definitely do better. Just do better. Yeah. And also, if that's much, the, if that's the play to, to convince people, as like, a percentage oh, of on. the physical cash supply, how much is counterfeit really though? Someone oh, knows be, that it'll number. be it'll be more new days. So small. It'll just be like fives and tens and twenties. They don't even really go in like fifties and hundreds. That's not. I mean, my understanding of I could be wrong, but my understanding is that's not the ones you want to add anyway. You don't want to be hitting the hundies because they're too big. They're hard to break. You want to be hitting the twenties for a tinny, or oh, you can't even buy any meth with that. Eh? Not with a twenty. What would twenty bucks get you in meth? Fuck away. Why am I doing a I don't real know. racist voice? Because eh? <laughs> most people I know that are methods are all uh, pakihas. They're all white. Yeah, most of the most of the methods I know are white. So you, yeah, you you meth sellers are racist. 100 percent trying to ruin the, the ruin colonists. the good name of the white. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to infest <laughs> the whites with the white man's drug, the meth. Anyway, uh, yeah. So no, yeah. Okay, so that that's the it's the war on the war on the dollar, war on the, the physical dollar. dollar, war on physical dollar. Yeah, CBDCs. Uh, we'll just fight it tooth and nail till as far long as we can. Hopefully for good. Uh, like I've said in the past, a lot of these fucking harebrained schemes, all these globalist fucking banking type fucking world economic forum Bilderberg freaks have, just because they have all these plans, a lot of the times they go by the by and they don't work out because they were fucking inbred. Most of them are inbred psychopaths. Hey? They're just they're just lunatics, every one of them. And these little acolytes like Jared Gilbert at the 
University of Canterbury. Like, just listening to the direct, it's like, how can they, this guy's an academic, and there'll be thousands of academics like him. How can you guys not have access to, like, clean-ish, ish intel, info? Like, non, like, like, where do these guys get their information from? Okay, so how many likes would he get on a tweet like that? Uh, I don't look at those don't, sort of things. Yeah, well, you don't need you don't need clean intel if you've got a bunch of followers. Who, yeah, acolytes uh, and, and who are saying, yeah. yeah, 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 we love so you. We love let's you. Have we look. Let's we love to, what let's you're saying. Replies. It's not much. Like he's not like he's a big big shot. So he got eight eight likes on that, and he had uh, you can see the acti- like the see how many people looked at that tweet. 811 people looked at that tweet. And he got four comments. What are they? One's, so he gets 1% of likes. One's like a dumb video. And uh, yeah, none of none of the comments, uh, they're all kind of, they don't make any sense. It might be his mates. So my, my little reply to his got 78 views. So it's nearly, you know, nearly 10% of the total views of his. And that means 78 some of them are probably bots, but seventy-eight people looked. I thought, um, I thought these lefty, libtard, liberal, academic, retard types couldn't help themselves coming with their Ukraine flag in the bio with their Ford um, um, needle emoticons and tell me about being a Putin apologist, Kremlin shill. I thought they, but they haven't on here. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm over overrating myself, but maybe they just, maybe there's a little bit too much, maybe there's a little bit too much truth in there for them. There's no denying they're they're, they're 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 getting slaughtered. It's really sad. I've actually, you'll be you'll be well. It's not like you really care one way or the other, but I actually really have stopped looking at it because every day I stop looking at Telegram because it's just kind of like fuck. That the front actually is it's nearly static. Like the Ukrainians still haven't pierced the security buffer. The security buffer isn't even the first line of actual fortified. Tank obstacles, pillboxes, and general kilometers of trench networks. They haven't even gotten to that. Like, it's really crazy. Like, they're still in the security zone. So, they haven't even gotten, and it's just fields. It's just fields and it's the odd forest, the odd river. It's just like losing 65,000 men and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of armored vehicles and drones and all manner of shit for no ground gained it's just it's crazy and and how these guys like these sort of academic types don't get that sort of information and and have sort of sources of information that are like like i'm not going to say the duran and and um what's that fucking uh the 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 gray zone and i'm not going to say like Saying unbiased or biased is, is dumb, really. Like, we all have our foibles, right? Of course. But how, like, what? What is, is what is Jared Gilbert? Is he watching CNN? Or, like, are these guys, are these guys fucking retards? They like, might just be reading stuff. Exactly, but you can't be fucking serious. If you're getting your geopolitical information from the New Zealand Herald or stuff, you're on a hiding to nothing. Like, you're fucked. You... You'll just get your pants pulled down a hundred out of a hundred times. You'll never get the right information about what's going on in the world if they are your sources. This, I mean, 
this guy fucking writes for them, for fuck's sake. Anyway, let's move on. Thank let's you. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, right. Up next, we have UFOs oh, with Tim. No, no, no I, got, I got zero <laughs> UFOs. No. I, ha- I did get a few people send me... Uh, um, I, uh, this, is in the, this is in the I couldn't do it category. And this is no disrespect to the people who sent this through to me. Actually, I actually scrubbed it off my podcast. There's a podcast that's popped up that I just saw... Fuck it. All of a sudden, it's everywhere. And look, I'm, I don't want to get too paranoid and wacky about it, but it kind of makes me think when someone like this pops up. CIA. Well, ironically, yes. So there's this this there's this there's this podcast there's this podcast called the Sean Ryan Show, <laughs> and I'd never seen it before. And all of a sudden, I'm like, who's this guy? He's got every fucking two bit former CIA Navy SEAL UFO whistleblower on, and I keep getting and I was like. I started listening to... He's had Ron DeSantis on. I mean, Ron DeSantis is a spook. He's a spook, right? He's, he's how, how, Give me two seconds. Oh, so, uh, shout out Gooch. He just said... No, it. that's where I got it from. Yeah. Because yeah. he sent it to me. Yeah. He's like, have you... He's got... This is good listening. Have you seen, seen this? And um, yeah, the Sean Ryan show. I I've mean, seen it. I've seen clips everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Because he's got he's had Stephen Greer on. And, yeah, um, oh, Stephen Greer. See, I don't trust that guy. No. <laughs> so so, but but Andrew Bustamante is the one I downloaded. Okay. So he's CIA spy, World War Three money laundering, and the next superpower. I I've watched Bustamante, and I'm like, is this guy full of shit? Yeah, this I don't know. There's something not right about Bustamante. I just I I got through about thirty minutes of the Sean Ryan Bustamante on the, and I'm like. This is all just China bad, scaremongering bullshit, basically. I mean, I know it's crazy for a fucking a two-bit painter from Blaketown to call it former CIA spook full of shit. But isn't that kind of... But you've got to listen to the episode. They, Him and Sean Ryan, who I think also was a Navy SEAL and a spook, he was in the CIA as well, they were talking about how... Booster Monty, you know, former CIA, wants to kind of do his own thing and it's all above board. I'm like, look, from what I've been, what I've gleaned from former spooks and non spooks is that you can't really, they're all, I don't know, it's kind of the whole thing with once a spook, always a spook to a degree. You don't really know what you're getting with them. But there's, that, well, yeah, that if, aside, you've, if, you've, if you've historically been a liar, then most people yeah. are like, oh, I don't know if I can uh, trust look, you now. Maybe I need to get, maybe I, uh, I, I am pretty prone to, 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 to throwing the baby out of the bathwater. Oh, there's a real, there's a really bad one but, on there. I'll just try to find but, it. Uh, I hadn't heard of this dude until about two weeks ago. The, 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 what's his name? Sean, Sean Ryan. Ryan. And then all of a sudden it's just fucking everywhere. So, but I think algorithms are sort of like that. Yeah. Like there'll be a guy ticking away and he'll be ticking away in the background doing a bit. And then, yeah. then they'll do this big internet push. Yep. And, and they'll go through all the right channels and then boom, it's everywhere. Like yeah. sort of like what Andrew Tate did. Yeah. He like, he, he sort of compiled all this shit and then he went on like an internet attack. Yeah, where he 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 dropped it everywhere, pretty it's, much. It's, internet attack, initiating internet. Att- when are we going to do one? <laughs> we don't like. I mean, we we're so not set up. Hey, eh? we've got zero intelligence background. Um, what has Andrew Tate got? I mean, no, no, because we're trying to organically do it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And so it could I'll take tell you what, fifty I'll t- years. I tell you what, it is organic. Is it's wholesome? It's cute. The people that listen kind of know us for kind of what we really are, 
But Jesus, she's a real grind. Oh, it's she's a grinder, a, right? She's a real grinder. She's a slow grind. Sometimes I look at this. Sometimes I look at the lack of uh, no, just the lack of like in the last month. You know how many patrons we've new patrons we've had? Zero. Yep. And do you know how many reviews we've had on Spotify and Apple we've had in the last month? Uh, one. I don't even. Maybe one. Maybe one. Not none written. None written. Maybe a couple of people hit five stars. Thank you for that. But I tell you what, she's a real slow grinder. So get on there and fucking help us. I'm not saying I don't expect anyone to come on the Patreon, although I would love it if you did. But at least for as little as one dollar a month. Yeah, but probably go the five. But uh, <laughs> or the ten or the fifty. But um, but even if you can't be fucked paying for this for a little few extra shows. At least go and hit the five star button, eh, Tip? Come on. Oh, without a doubt. Without it. Even Tim approves of that message. And he's yeah. he's not one to getting a pat on the head. Tim, nah. does, Tim doesn't need that. Whereas I do. My little <laughs> ego does. Joel's little ego needs it. My little, little ego starts going, fuck, where are these people gonna give us a little bit of a, a little bit of a rap? I just want a little bit of a rap to feel like we're, you know. But but even if we don't get any raps, we'll still keep going. But yeah, without the without the fucking uh the Andrew Tate um, Russell Brand sort of media uh, internet attack onslaught. It's yeah, she's a real, she's a slow burner, mate. She's a fucking slow burner. So Tim's furiously looking for something. Are you looking for something? Oh no, I was, there was there was a um, there was a guy on that show, the Sean Ryan show. Yep. Um, and he was fucking like to me. His stories were so outrageous. I was like, is this guy completely yeah. full of shit? Well, like, that's the thing. I, you know what I'm like? I love a story, but I see all the UFO people he has on. I'm like, these are all fucking spook UFO people. And, and then he's got CIA spooks. I'm like, no, nah, this this is a spook fest. It is a spook fest, eh? I don't like it. I'm not a fan. But uh, hey, look. Hey, look. No no, no disrespect to Gooch, though. Like, he can't know what I'm, my... My crazy brain's like, you know. No, no, and um, and hey, a lot of this shit could be Ma- really good. Also, and also, I could be, I could have a totally wrong take on Booster Monty. I could, I could, I have, you know. There's been a multitude of times in my life where I've, I mean, I remember when I first listened to Joe Rogan when it, when it was early bowels for the Joe Rogan experience. I listened to it and probably didn't listen to it again for a year or so. I just was like, this is dumb. And then, I, then obviously it took off for a bit, and then I come back a bit, and I was like, ah, this isn't so bad. But um, the 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 weird one. Have you seen this dude? Um, what's his name? Ryan Montgomery. He's an ethical hacker. Uh, ethical hacker. Yeah. Uh, like he was on that show, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't the they had a what a wanker. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like he's done. Like he sort of admits to a bunch of shit that he's done. What's he and, hacking? Um, anything, anything. But fucking but, but then who 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 says who who says what's ethical? Him. Yeah. But what's ethical? Well, what, well, what he's, he's sort of, well, you have to, you'd have to listen to some clips. Has he hacked the Bank of International Settlements? Or um, what? He's, I don't know that yet, but he's. um. <laughs> you want to hack them? No, but he's he's hacked in and, and found a lot of dodgy, like, child sex shit oh, okay. as well. And That's he's sort it. of, um yeah, yeah he, he's been able to. Not looking at help out the authorities, the help out the authorities in areas like that, but yeah, not obviously uh, to a certain point. It, you know, it gets too high, and oh, then, totally. then it's like, oh, there's no helping. It's like you get deaded. Oh, you hundred percent get Clinton body counted. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever it is up to seventy or something. But those those war, like I say, just listening to those war guys a yeah. lot and a lot. But it's like, is, man, I don't know what I to believe. I love Jocko. I don't. I listen to Jocko Willink, and I don't think he is a. I I take him. At face value, I think Jocko is a genuine guy. He seems to the be. The moment I listen to Sean, what's his name? 
Ryan. Ryan. I'm like, something about this guy. Something's off, eh? He seems disingenuous to me. I, I just, I find him to be... Even and why all of a sudden are all these special ops guys... Oh, mate. It's why a, it's why a, are they all a, just well, coming out and, like, spilling all? Yeah. And, like, it's a, a, the tell-all. And just the... Like, aren't, he, they, well, aren't they supposed to... Isn't that shit confidential? Well, that's it. Shit? Aren't they supposed to and, shut the fuck up about it? Yeah, top secret and blah, blah. But uh, just the volume of UFO people he had on in, like, uh, a block in the last two weeks, I'm like, that's... That's too much UFO. Yeah. There's too many Stephen Greers and all those guys he had on. I think he even had the Antarctic guy on. Yeah. And he had the guy who said that they were human trafficking in the Philippines that saw the massive craft. But then I'm just like, I don't know. I've been listening to a few other guys. and It's like there's factions in that world. And maybe some of those guys, but Greer is, he's a bit, and then we listened to that guy the other week, the clip about Greer's like a Rockefeller, you know, Hey, that could be total bull. This is the thing. We just don't know. We just don't know. But um, That's why I'm not too married to any of my No, no, ideas. it pays not to be. Yeah. It pays not to be. Um, now, we'll get it. we've got a little bit of wholesome shit to end the show. Good, good. This seems a little like, bit of wholesome. It seems like we're just uh, uh, what did I write criticizing, about? Uh, criticizing others. No, that's good. For, for that's good. Hour, hour 19. No, 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 it's good to do that every time and again. Because <laughs> then I'll listen back to it, and then I'll be like, okay, I've got to have a, I've got to have a good one. Okay. I've got something. I got, I've, I've been... I've got get, some wholesome family fun. Oh, mate, i got something. I watched um, a movie. Of, I've only watched it a few times. We'll get to it in a minute. That's... It's about as wholesome as it gets, and I actually think I like it more than Eva, and I was playing all the tunes off it and singing the songs for days after I watched it. Any songs for me? Um, yeah, we can play a couple of these songs <laughs> later, and you aren't probably going to be a huge fan of them, but I tell you what, it's, it's, it's up there with Maverick for me, Top Gun Maverick, where I think I could watch this with Eva once a month, but we'll get to it soon. Zombieland? Not quite. Very... Okay. You'll see, yeah. Um, so, what did I put for under the Sean Ryan podcast with Booster Monty? This, this is what I wrote. We're still talking about this. No, no, I, I got to wrap it up. Okay. This is what I wrote as I was listening and writing furiously on my phone yesterday morning. Um, this might not might not. Um, this might not make any sense. I put these these yanks are nuts. The question was, what would a, what will world look like if they are not the number one superpower? That it was the lead off on to this pod. So that that was what they were asking. Like, what what struck me is these spooky Navy SEAL CIA guys are talking like, what would the world look like if we weren't the number one superpower? I'm like, they they always leading towards the fact that it's all going to shit. It's like, what makes Yank? What makes them think that because they're not the number one superpower anymore? Maybe the yeah, here's a crazy idea that not many people entertain Tim. Do you know what that crazy idea is? What's that? Maybe it would be better. It might be. But that's the thing. No one ever says that. These guys are always like, we've got to have a, a bug out plan. I'm going to go to Paraguay or I'm going to go to Portugal if, if, if China takes over. And it's like, listen to you fucking guys. Like you China guys, aren't taking over your country. No, you guys have been sniffing too many Navy SEAL CIA spook farts, eh? Like, just... Cut it out, you yanks. Like, you guys are so high and mighty. You think that if you guys go down, it all goes down. It's like, no, maybe you guys are the fucking, maybe maybe you guys are the reason there's so much conflict in the world at the moment. And it's not all these Putin, Gaddafi, Hussein bad actors that are the problem. Maybe it's maybe you guys created these monsters. And, and you essentially did. Like, the reason Putin come to power is because Russia was in such a bad way because... 
the West and the banking cartels would not help them out. Uh, and they, and they, it's kind of like what they say about the the Treaty of Versailles. They, you know, a lot of people after when the Treaty of Versailles was signed after World War One, the Great War, so it was called before World War Two come along, was that essentially guaranteed World War Two. You know, yeah. <laughs> that was then, and then by doing what the collective West and the banking cartels did to the former Soviet Union, Russia after the Soviet Union collapsed in the early nineties, they essentially guaranteed what's happening now. Anyone would think if you aren't a Jared Gilbert um, libtard academic retard who's got his blinkers on living in an echo chamber, siloed, <laughs> anyone would think that there's a long term agenda. Sailor, uh, 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 very much like what, say, Zbigniew Brzezinski outlined in not just one of his books, like articles, the Grand Chessboard, and, and then multiple other articles and things he wrote was all leaning towards this kind of battle for the Eurasian heartland. That's where, that's like the fucking central hub of where, you, if you want to rule the world, this is what we must do, you, you know. And it's just, I don't know, these, yeah, I suppose all these spooks and navies, they're, too, they're just too close to it, eh? Yep. They're too close to it. Like, I'm not saying we are the oracles and we can see it, but you kind of, when you sit back and look at it, you kind of like, you can kind of see it. If like, you're on the outside of everything. Yeah, if you're on the outer for everything, you kind of be like, whoa, that is a crazy party you guys have in here. <laughs> yeah. But the Navy SEALs and the CIA spooks, they're in the party. They're like, whoa, this is crazy. We're making a lot of money. We're going around the world blowing things up. This is a lot of fun. But you, you, they never take the time to get out of it and go, whoa, that is that is a crazy party because they're, they're too into the crazy party. So, um, yeah, anyway, moral of the story is I gave up after about, th- uh, surprisingly, you know when I gave up, Tim? 33 minutes I gave up on that podcast um, Just I put just an absolute spook fest And you know what really killed it? Ads Oh yeah oh, this, Look, here's the thing Sean Ryan Someone needs to explain to this guy If you're going to have ads in your podcast Do you know the, look, This should be obvious Do you know what the gold rule is? If, if we got a sponsor I'm not getting some AI voice female reader. and we just slots in wherever. Does he you, not do his own reads? No. It's fucking outrageous. They're just, him and Booster Monty are talking, and all of a sudden these fucking Stitcher ads come on. I'm like, this is low-rent bullshit. <laughs> you do your own fucking ad reads, or you don't do the fucking things at all. I'm sorry. you got to do your own comedic ad reads in your style. Vis-a-vis Tim Dillon. Or he's the goat of ad. He's reads. the goat, or even even down to our, our you know, the 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 New Zealand. Will does he he Will on this warrior's life? He does the ad reads. You know he doesn't. You don't get some other fucking person Nuts. in. It's outrageous. You do your own ad reads, or I, I, it just breaks the flow of the podcast. Especially when it's just some totally unrelated person coming in out of nowhere and doing some ad read for like some other podcast app and like a protein powder. I'm like, I'm not interested. I'm like, I'm out. It killed for me. Fuck, I'm frothing at the mouth. Sorry. Uh, I'll just give you the one. Not well to just to have a look at and see if you guys think that this guy's guys get slash girl is full of shit. Okay, is this so, so this is on Sean this Ryan is on the Sean Ryan show? Um, Chris Beck. Okay, formerly oh Kristen Beck. Ah, okay. 
So I've watched so many clips of this. I've never, I haven't listened to the whole this, thing all the way through. This wasn't the tranny Navy SEAL that was on Rogan. Ah, oh, because look at him. Oh, who? Is it him or her? I get it's, it's, it's a him now. Okay. Possibly. I've, I've got. I've, Tell you what. He's got a noggin on him. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a noggin on him. <laughs> he's got but a real noggin the on him. Story, mate. That's my like, initial my initial take was he's got some a real of noggin his, on him, mate. So it's all like SEAL Team Six shit. Oh, yeah. And some of the Man, stories got a hit rate for going tranny, eh? Yeah. 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 So so he's he's yeah he I got that right. He's mentally unwell. You think? Yep, without a doubt, one hundred percent. I think that's what that. Uh, I know it's an unpopular take, but I think that whole thing is mental illness. Yeah, but, well, but, you but probably have to in be. In twenty years' time, when everyone's chopped their dicks off, everyone will be like, "Oh, it was just mental illness." No shit. Yeah. If you want to chop your dick off, you've got issues. Yeah. Period. Or you want to sew one on. Also a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. Call I'm it what you want, but yeah. That is some sort of mental oh, illness. You need help. I'm happy to help. If you can't accept, I don't want to hurt you. If you can't accept what fucked. what the universe dealt you, yeah, then yeah, it, it is mental illness. But anyway, yeah. so this mentally ill, <laughs> this mentally ill SEAL Team Six guy <laughs> goes on the show. SEAL Team Six would be enough to make anyone mentally ill. You're probably mentally ill to fucking sign up for that show. You're, 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 yeah, you're a psychopath. You're a psychopath for sure. Psychopath, yeah. Yeah. So this psychopath turned himself into a girl a, a boy yep. and um some of his stories are so fucking outrageous yep. that all I'm and and I'm watching on it it just it seems like shout out to Dean Briggs like he's to tell some outrageous stories right yeah yep. and you're listening and you're thinking <laughs> that's a fucking lie <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie, and uh, and it just it, it gets funny after a while, and it, so I'm watching that, and all I can think of is this cunt is because I'm, I'm not listening, I'm watching it, okay. and and I'm watching his face, and I'm just thinking, does anyone think this is true? And if you do, shout out if you do think it's true, but the stories are so outrageous that I just I I just can't believe it. I can't believe any of it. Yeah. So then, sorry, Gooch. Um, I just. I don't know. I, something about Sean Something Ryan. about that whole show is very spooky. Very spooky. Yep, 100%. And I don't know what they're playing at. Um, so... <laughs> Shout uh, out to Jocko. That's the, uh, that might be... That's the gold standard for teams, guys. Oh, look, um, I've got a lot of time for Jocko. And we, telling their stories. He, he, Jocko can come on this podcast anytime he wants. Open invitation. Next time he's uh, bring Echo to. Next, next, next time he's uh, next time he is uh, deer hunting in New Zealand. Open invitation to Jocko. <laughs> Good. Um, so what do we got? We haven't. I haven't got much else uh, apart from a little bit of bread and circuses at the end. Now, if I can take you back to maybe Friday or Saturday night, you might have totally forgotten about this. But do you remember I dragged you into an Instagram interaction with Hamish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Re- Hamish. Read the Warriors. The, the Hamish said he might listen. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. So shout out to Hamish, who appears to be a drummer. Uh, I made some comment, and it was a pretty innocuous. Oh, you just set up the wars. I made a comment on some some innocuous NRL ish adjacent post where I just said like something like wars. Thir- this is this is about the uh, when we absolutely this was pre the, us smoking the Cronulla Sharks on the weekend, right? I just made a comment on one of the posts like um, Warriors thirteen plus, which turned out to be very much true, and then followed with an up the wars. And then um, it Hamish, does it riles people up. Yeah, they but, don't like the up the wars talk. But now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They were all 
seemingly grown men for the most part. They're, 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 I learned early on in my early manhood, if we can call it that, that being a little bit ginge, people would wind me up. And they wound me up a little. Yeah, they used to wind me up, and it was pretty easy. Now I get, I wind myself up now. Okay, I wind myself up. I don't need anyone to wind me up. And But also, I'm aware of it. So I won't go crazy. I'd rather try to be a bit more like, okay, now I'm going to have to say something that might aggravate them instead of just going off. But anyway, Hamish kind of waded in. Shout out to Hamish, though. Yeah, we, we, we're all, we're all, you know, there was no, there's no ill feeling. Let's see if I, if my notifications go back far enough, just so we can really, excuse me, just so we can really, um, oh, oh, oh no, here we go. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, this was um, fuck. It's a bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of a, uh, bit of a uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, here we go. This is the original post. It was on. Sorry, it was on Random Stats Guy. It was an NRL stats Instagram page. Fairly interesting. He actually picked the Sharks, which was a big fail on his part. Oh no! So this is what I put. This is my original post. I put this is you know Warriors will put the Sharks to the sword on Sunday. Wink up the Waz. Then Hamish come in and said, this Waz crap has got to stop. Go the Warriors. So immediately I'm like, hey, look, I don't want to, this is, this is the way, this is how this is supposed to go. I don't want to tell people how to live their lives, but what are we doing here? Just let's just break this right now. What are we doing? What is he? Well, I don't know. He's hey, in- no, but he's a, clearly a Warriors supporter, right? Yeah. And what am I? A Warriors supporter. Yeah. So let's just cut through the shit. If... The last thing a fan base needs is like some like sort of fans divided. Dumb fucking just if you want to say like here's here's an interesting semi warm take. Okay, let's go on Warriors. That that is a thing that Warriors fans say. I don't mind it, but at the end of the day, do you remember the original sign? Let's go on Warriors. I think I do. It's essentially a guy, and it took off. And but this guy essentially just couldn't spell, or had very limited sort of grammar skills to a degree to write a song a sign like that. So you could nearly, if you're a super sensitive person, you could make the case that this is kind of like David Tua O for awesome. Yeah. Like people think borderline, and I'm not saying I think this, but that's borderline racist. racist. Yeah. So if there's a Polynesian man that wrote a sign that says "Let's go on Warriors" and it's gone and equal, it's viral, and people still to the same that sign well, it's was like the Warriors Nick Minute. Yeah, it's like Nick. <laughs> it's like people can't speak or spell properly, and they become and they memes. become memeified. Yeah. And I'm not doing it as a, a shot at "Let's go on Warriors" guy who. It has issues potentially with um, the English language, right? But we just embrace it, right? But I'm not doing it maliciously. But that's 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 the that's the that's kind of my take on the history of Let's Gone Warriors. Then there's Let's Go. Like, what did he say? Let's Go Warriors. Well, that's cute, but that's boring. And then there's Up the Wars. Like. Up the Waz has infiltrated the NR the NRL official Instagram page after the game on Sunday. You know what they said? Up, Up the, the Waz. Waz. I think the people that are if you're an anti look, I look, I'm the first guy to be anti dumb shit. I'll go off on shit, ginger ginger crazy. But like 
I'd probably do that about like global issues or people are being hurt. This is innocuous. This is nothing. This is up the waz. But you know what it, you know, and people probably use this as, people, I'm a hypocrite in this regard, but you know what it makes, people probably would want to do, wind me up and go over and above just to wind me up. Maybe, I don't know. But you know what it makes me want to do, Tim? You know what it makes me want to do? Up I just want to up the waz the whole universe. <laughs> I just want to up the waz on every post because it's just like, look, and you dragged me into it, and I, and then we you obliged though. You got really into it. So, um, so I, put, this is what happened. Very bored on a Saturday night. I, all I, all I said back to Hamish was sticks and stones, bruh. With the, that's all I said. It was like you know sticks and stones, mate. It's like, you know, like it's just a name. It can't hurt you. It's just you know you, you can say let's go Warriors, and I can say up the Waz, and we should be able to just all agree cheer that we both when love Wade the Warriors. Egan breaks the breaks through the middle, tired Sharks defenders, then fastest hooker out there. Then goes back on the inside to to Lukey Metcalf with fucking uh, clean city heels, and he scores under the post. It doesn't matter if you're up the Waz or let's go on Warriors or whatever you say. It's just yay, okay? We don't need to get bogged down in, in the semantics of supporting the Warriors. I, that, I'm i drawing the line here. It all started with Willie Mason. Yeah. That drone who it was like, oh, what's this fucking Waz? Essentially paraphrasing Willie, big Willie. But he, he was he was a being a cock. He was actually being a bit of a dick. Like, instead of an... Like, you know, like, it's the fucking Warriors. Like, we've had a fucking tough run for the last decade or so. Just, you know, some of these Aussies, I take exception to the Aussies, oh, fuck this was shit. But now we've got Kiwis going, oh, fuck this was shit. So he come in and put, not sure what Sticks and Stones has to do with it, but calling them the was just makes you sound like a new fan, which is fine. So uh, Hamish is being a little bit condescending to me there. Uh, which is oh, oh, it's not fine, really. <laughs> Thankfully, you're not a Panthers fan, so now he's been condescending, but now trying to pull it back. So I see his tactics. Oh, I'm not new to this. Um, thankfully, you're not a Panthers fan, otherwise you'd probably be calling them the panties, which, not that funny. But uh, see, then I put, because uh, I have to, re- I can't help but reply. I put, day one fan, bruh. I just think it's funny a name, i.e. sticks and stones, gets under your skin. Isn't the point of supporting, isn't the point to support the Waz regardless? Love the Waz, always have, always will. Cheer up, champ, and ride your noble steed off somewhere else to some other cause because this, as they say, ain't it. And then I had to come in and say again, also, I was supporting the Waz when you were still shitting your pants and sucking your mum's tits. So, you know, I just sort of had to make my case because Hamish, I don't know, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what I don't know how old Hamish is, but you know, like to say that to a West Coast League guy who's supported the Warriors since their inception and grew up, you know, you know, come on, that's he's a little bit out of his lane there. So I had to put him back in, and then you know, and then oh, then I just come in with another up the wires in caps, all caps, <laughs> <laughs> and then Tim wades in with up the wires. <laughs> And then you take him down a dark path. You obviously went into his thanks for stopping by. You stopped by his profile. Oh, you have to and, sometimes. Well, I did. And uh, and he would have stopped by the podcast. And that's where we kind of gelled at the end. 
Uh, you put up the Waz, down with the Foos, as in down with the Foo Fighters, because you know Dave Grohl and, and those ilk were a massive uh, vaccine mandate pushing. Well, I, well, I did, and like, also uh, old mate. Uh, I saw a picture of him with uh, Taylor, yeah, and I thought, okay, that okay, because I, I was trying to get on the nickname thing, right? Yeah. So he doesn't like the Waz, and I'm like, I wonder if he likes the nickname the Foos. Ah, uh, yeah, I see what you did so, there. So, yeah. so then I'm like, okay, the I'll Foos. try, I'll try this. The Foos, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, that was my angle. Then you kind of dug into him. Uh, oh, then I come in with fucking sellouts. <laughs> LOL, because we always put that there. And then I come in with another. And then all caps, up the fucking was. <laughs> so now I'm just off to the races. And then we just, from there on, it just put fucking, I was a, yeah. Uh, and either you come in, you, well, we really got stuck in. Not personally, but then Hamish come back and kind of, um, yeah, he was. He toned it down after that. It was, Shout out. Uh, mate. It was. It was. Fun. It was funny. That was fun. And uh, it wasn't. It didn't take long. It was only sort of fucking half an hour. or Half something. an hour. <laughs> and in the end, in the end, um, in the end, Hamish is just uh, basically like, maybe I'll just listen to your podcast, essentially. And we were like, that, that's that's a tough road to get listeners though to oh yeah wait wait for, to trigger them. Wait for them to take some bait. Wait for them to... And then you and I pile on. Pile, we pile we on. We ganged up on them. And then it all sort of turns out all right when we realise we've got a lot hey, of mate, we don't have the we don't have the reach that Sean Ryan and Andrew Tate have. <laughs> so we've got to go a different route. But hey, like I said, Personal attacks. I want to go back to my five-year-old self, you know what I'd say to him? He started it. You know, that's the end of the day. He started it. Like, I was just saying fucking up the fucking wars, mate. And then, up the wah wah wooies. Yeah, up the wah. Anyway, enough about our dumb things. But yeah, like I. What else entertains you on a Saturday night? Up the wahs is it's. I, I honestly, you know what? You I like love it. it. No, I, I don't like it. I love it. So when we win and when we get uh, warriors tattoos, yeah, are you going to get an? Are you going to up the wahs next time? Potentially, potentially <laughs> up the wahs. Uh, you know, like I think we'll we'll. You can nearly lock in. Uh, you're like, if we, and I know it's crazy. We'll get to Brian Circus as soon. I know it's crazy, but you know there is a little bit of. I'm trying to keep myself grounded, but there is a little bit of chat around the Warriors uh, going deep, going deep, and and I think if if they if they got into the big show and Pierce the thought pulled it off, I think you know there'd be the 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 tattooing needles would be would be running. Oh, mate, it'll. Like, like, the you, tattoo industry. The, thing, the lucky will be, thing you have is you have I've got a, a bit of real estate. You've got all real estate. Like when you said about your ass cheeks, like both of my ass cheeks are completely tattooed. Yeah. So I and honestly, I look. I'm not trying to be, but it's like it's nearly like fuck. Where uh, would you where would you put it? I don't know. On my back, I got no back, and I don't. You can't like. I'm, I'm not shitting on, but. I don't want it to be like massively prominent because <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things like it's like obligatory but also cheese fest oh, maximum. Oh, so cheese, yeah. So yeah. that's why when like you see guys that get they get it on their ass. Yeah. So maybe I just have to get it on my hip or something. I don't know. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. But hey, look, I think. Uh, or or do we preempt this? Well, I don't know. About do that. do do we will it into existence? Ooh, well. Fuck, it's a big call. I've I've always been. A, it's always a little bit like you know. Uh, 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 it's because it, there is an aspect of it that is a. It is like a corporate 
you know. Oh, it's gross. It's if, gross. If you're like, like half half of it is super I gross. I see Caleb Ponger, his gay little tattoos that he has, and I'm a bit of a like, uh, on like girls get little tattoos, fine. But when I see Caelan Ponger with like, he has like Nike ticks, and he has like the undefeated, you know, this that brand undefeated. Nope. It's like a skateboarding label, I okay. think. And then he has a Nike tick, and I'm like, when you're putting like Nike ticks and shit on you, I'm just like, you know, it's, it's a like bit... you might as well just write, I love slaves. Yeah. Anyway, Kalen's whatever, you know, full credit to Kalen. You know, obviously, Kalen's probably not struggling to get too much pussy, or maybe him and Kurt Man are gay. I don't know. But um, either way, he wouldn't struggle to get pussy or, or, or ass. So. But I, I do look at those gay little tattoos he's got, and I'm like, fuck, Kalen, can you just get like a just can you just get a manly tattoo? Can you just get like a manly one, like, like a sword or no, a just, skull? No, just something big that says that you have the ability. A big Newcastle sign. Yeah, a big Newcastle sign. Premier's twenty. Wow. Probably 20, not even. Hey, or look, maybe 30. Hey, isn't it good to be in a, like, all of a sudden we've gone from, or oh, you know, here's another little thing that annoys me a little bit, and I, I can't hold against anyone. The only person that really knows this is you and a few listeners, right? Especially deep ones. I hear in the Warriors podcast sort of fan milieu on Twitter and in the podcast everyone and this is just this is one of those dicky little things that kind of like hey I was fucking really on there early was earlier this year I said and you can confirm this I said I remember I'd talk to you and I'd be like watch I'd watch the preseason games I'm like Tim I think this team's I was fucking You're like, there's hit. something different like, about them. Look, shout out to Fonzie. I love, like, Fonzie's one of the best analytical listens in the Warriors milieu, probably there, there is. But, like, and I get why Fonzie and a lot of other commentators were like, 12th, 13th, fuck, probably won't make the eight. And what did I say to you? Fifth. Fifth. I mean, I, I actually might be slightly, un- and I, this is... This is not just me being a tragic diehard Warriors fan. I looked at that. I don't know why every. It's well, like, you haven't said that to me any other year. It's a no, exactly. I looked at that team and thought that's a fucking good team. I don't know why Warriors fans didn't look at that team and go, "Wow, that's a fucking good team." Like just the signings were, the, like that Clarky NRL on Instagram. He does like the best signings of. Like, all of a sudden, in the top 10, in, in his, according to Clarky on Instagram, he's got, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers and has quite a lot of content, or daily content. He has a rolling top 10 signings of 2023. Where's Chan sitting? He's the top Warriors, but here's the thing. Since last week's uh, absolute drubbing of the Sharks, there are four warriors in the. Sorry, I put three fingers up. There are four. <laughs> there are four warriors in the top ten now. No team's got four people. Like maybe Reese is at the top. You know, well, you know, but um, we've got. Uh, it's like um, off the top of my head, it's Shans, Dylan Walker, um, Mitch Barnett, and Jackson Ford. It's like you know, you can nearly. I mean, Murata Niakore, yeah, he's been suspended for a few years. He, he, he's probably in like 12 or 13 or 11, you know, like, and I looked at the, the signings and thought, fuck, these are like, these, this is a, this is as good as, and, and then, so, and then also, even further back in time, tooting my own horn incessantly here, fucking, 
when everyone was writing off fucking Wade Egan for his no look pass, like this is at your old house when you lived down. Yeah. I was like, oh no no, he's quality hooker, mate. This guy's gonna, this kid's You've gonna. been on Wade Egan. I've been on Wade Egan from time. the start. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know. It's just like, it's like I don't understand the game like Fonzie does, but he, it's. I understand the. I can see what's there. Like Sean Johnson was always Sean Johnson, but he was just in a behind a pack that just wasn't going forward and eating the meters and as soon as we have that all of a sudden sean and wade and are all guns and it was it was there but this year we just managed to put a few more of the fucking puzzle pieces in to the point where you know there's real talk that maybe you know we could be we could have a home final and shit and then there's even some people that are, I'm not even getting this carried away that are saying we could win it all you know I don't know about that. I mean I look at the Penrith I look at the Penrith I look at Pen, Penrith's defensive stats and how many points they've considered this year and I still look at them and think fuck their defenses they've their defensive systems are good and saying that, I did see a wee article uh, somewhere on Fox League Instagram, and you link through to the article, and it was Andrew Webster talking about he was weary of not making the mistake that a lot of new coaches make, which is going to your, you know, as a new, essentially a new head coach, going to the next club and kind of dragging a bit of. Even though, even though he'd had every right to, like he's come from a club that's won back-to-back premierships, you know, twenty-one, twenty-two, and you know, you think, hey, he's got every reason he could go, oh, fuck it, I'll pick just drag that and that. everything, or drag even. And he he said that he's not doing that, and actually looking at it, we don't look anything really like the Panthers, like their Panthers defense, defensive setups are obviously top-notch. But on attack, we're, we're our own team, and that's what he, Andrew Webster has done, and that's why you kind of think, well, maybe if we, if he has us peaking, this is where I do get carried away. If he has us peaking at the exact right moment, and we go on a dream run, we could beat a team like that because he, Ivan, if we come, let's just say, let's just dream for a second, we come against the Panthers in the final, you know. Ivan might know, obviously they know a bit about each other, but maybe Ivan doesn't really 100%. I mean, you can't know exactly what's in Andrew Webster's head because, you know, well, it's, he's constantly, it's, and he's got other guys around it's him. It's the players. And, though, yeah. It's Andrew Webster's head through the players. Yeah, totally. So, so it gets you know, filtered out and it's, yeah, it becomes, it's the Donald something, Rumsfeld it becomes something different. It's the yeah. Donald Rumsfeld. There are known knowns. There are unknown knowns. There are unknown unknowns. And then there's... No and unknowns. <laughs> and that's where we are. So anyway, that aside, up the was. Uh, how are we looking? Good. Let's wrap it. Uh, what do we got now? I did have a massive clip to play from No Agenda, but it's too long. It was a climate clip. I just thought it was an extra climate clip. It no, can, it, no, 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 no. But it can be played another day. No, people do because it's really good. Okay. People do because it's really good. Like, when I post climate change shit on the Joel and Tim show, like, I, I get... You get some engagement? Oh, mate, that's... We only Bread have we only have about forty people that constantly look at the stories, and they're mostly all West Coasters. But I posted that one from Joe Rogan the other day. It was a really, and I just I just screenshot it and stole it. It was this one. 
I mean, this got a this that one was it was a big pink. It's a big pink. Oh, the things I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah, and it's got the things I'm worried about. And it's big pink pie graph, and it's all pink. And pink on the key is the emergence of a one world totalitarian government, and grey is climate change, and there is zero grey in the pie chart. I mean, you don't need me to explain anymore. But that got really that that got. For from our standards, from our meager, meager following, got some good. So I think people love to chat about that because it is one of the most ridiculous things going around. And I look at climate retards on on Twitter, and I'm not denying that there are change. There's always changes, and there always will be. But anyway, that aside, I won't play the 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 Adam Curry John C. Dvorak clip, but I will talk about the thing, the wholesome thing I was gonna um, I was going to talk to you about, and that was this week or last week. I, for the second time, watched... Have you ever watched The Sound of Music? Mm, the musical? I, I probably have. Oh, mate. I don't remember it. I There's just... I think it's a symptom of... For a start, it's a good, wholesome movie to watch with Eva. Like, it, like it's there's nothing in it that's like, oh, this is fucking questionable Hollywood bullshit. It's like 1965 musical. You'd have to... Like, this... like. As far as movies and music that you, I could say, really, you will be like, man, this is, I, I don't know. I don't know. If you can't get through 2001 A Space Odyssey, I don't know how you're going to manage with Sound of Music, but there's something about it, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I used to think musicals, and kind of still do, like, if anyone out there, maybe we'll get a better response from the ladies, maybe from gynecology uh, stories, maybe we'll, maybe we're not going to get too many of those, but maybe we'll, I'll get a better response from the ladies if they can recommend me musicals, because I look at musicals and mostly just think, um, rude, like, yeah, dumb, cheesy, cheesy. But the sound of music, there's just something charming about it. Like it's got so much charm that I don't know. I, I, you know, I feel like it's such a weird juxtaposition that at the moment I'm just hot on Top Gun Maverick and Sound of Music. It's just there's just very little fat in either of those movies, but for totally different reasons. Like Sound of Music's about fucking three. It's it's a mount it's a mountainous move. It's quite a long movie. What is it about? Well, Tim, <laughs> it's the story of Maria, who is. Oh no, a, maybe I shouldn't have asked that. I can try and do it real quick, but I don't want to spoil it. So okay, Ma- yeah, maybe don't then. So Maria, this is what you'll get. Yeah. So Maria, who's the main character, is a nun. Well, no, sorry, she's training to be a nun at the Abbey in Austria. In the 30s. Set in the 1930s. And... Hitler's mum. No, they're actually... Well, there's actually a... There's a... There's a the Nazis are in this movie, and they are the bad guys. Oh, okay. So she's a bit of... Much like you, she's a bit of a rebel renegade. <laughs> she... But everyone loves her. Everyone loves Maria, but Maria is... They can't really corral her into being... Her heart's in the right place, but it's not really there for being a nun. So they send Maria off to be a governess, which is like a... You know, she, they send her off to help um, Captain Von Trapp with his... How many Von Trapp children are there? There's uh, there's Kurt, uh, Liesel, Ger- uh, Gretel... Uh, I've, I've heard 
people talk about the Von Trapps. Yeah. And the, yeah. I never, I didn't I never five? knew the reference. No, no, sorry. There's six Von Trapps. There's four girls and th- two boys. So there's the Von Trapp family, and that's probably where I will stop. Where she goes to be the governess for the Von Trapps, whose mum is they haven't got a mum, and the dad's a former Austrian naval sort of hero, Captain Von Trapp. He runs a tight ship, and that's the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of the movie. Okay. And, you know, that's... Hey, look, I don't give a fuck what people think. Uh, it, you know, it's Neil here or there, but I, there's just something about it. Like, it ma- look, it makes me feel good. And the songs are just, you would just shit your fucking pants if you heard the songs. Do you want to, I, I don't even want to play them for you because I, you'll just, it'll just get, re- I just feel like it's, it's going to get really awkward. Do you want me to play one though? Please. Just one song and then we'll, we'll in, fact, on that. in fact, should we just go out? Yeah. But we're not, I'm not going to part play this song. I'm going to play the whole thing. Okay. We'll go out on this. Okay. This is our going out. So uh, I'll pull it up quickly. I just, hopefully I've just got to navigate it without any ads. But I mean, honestly, I mean, it might be hard. I mean, Eva doesn't struggle to. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I only know how Eva is. It's a lot like for some movies that are out today. Like I've watched Avatar Two: Way of Water with Eva twice. It's fuck. That's even longer than Sound of Music, and it's just like fucking. It's real full on. It's a full on movie. James Cameron, white people bad. Blah blah blah. You know, you know, you know the gist, right? We yeah. go to Pandora, make a mess of the place. There's Space Marys. You know about Space Marys? No. Ah, uh, I mean, it, it's. Is Cliff Curtis in it? No, there are Space Marys in Maldives. There are Space Maldives on Avatar Two that are like the other tribe. It's basically fucking uh, what's his? They even say bro, hey bro. Eva and I joke. That's how we like, hey bro. Like that, they say they call each other bro in the movie, like. James Cameron's come out to live in New Zealand and like st- taken some parts of uh, Maori culture and integrated it into um, Avatar. Really? Too. And it's kind of like Isn't that cultural appropriation. It's 100% it is, but it's kind of like man, like they they are kind of uh, heroic people in the movie. Yeah. But it's just like these Hollywood people give me the shit, so they come out and just take everything like. I know we can't talk as as descendants of colonists and all that shit if you even care about that. I personally, I am sympathetic towards uh, indigenous people whilst also thinking, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to, what do you want me to, do you want me to hand my piece of Renanga back to you? I mean, that's, I paid I paid good money for that bit of Renanga. And, you know, you paid good money for that bit down the hill down there, didn't you? I mean, yeah. like, what do you want us to do? Can we all just get along? Did Izzy have to call... DDP, the end bomb straight up. Fuck yeah, he did. It's good for PPVs. <laughs> We've talked about this. It's good for yeah. PPVs, but it just isn't helping humanity. It's helping as his bank account, definitely, and DDPs. But it's, and Dana's, and Dana's, and Uncle Dana. But it's really it's super divisive and dumb. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I mean, whether or not you want to watch Avatar two, I mean, it's a it's. A, and it's a it's a good enough movie. Like it's not it's it's good. Like this is what I mean. The kids will watch it because it's like we will There's so much happening. Whereas Sound of Music, it's it's a slow burner, eh? Like it's not um it's not a fast paced movie. 
Now, let's just try and pull this up without any... Oh, I've got ads. Okay, so here we go. To, uh, we're going to go out on this. Uh, Dusvi Danya. Sanara, motherfuckers. Just once this cat food ad finishes on YouTube, I'm going to... As soon as it finishes, I'm going to pump up this song, which is probably my favorite of... Uh, oh, my God. There's another fucking ad for Layboy. How do I skip this? Skip that ad. Jesus Christ. Here we go. You ready? Here we go, Tim. Why didn't you tell me? What? To bring along my harmonica. Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Every morning you greet me. <laughs> I don't want to know what he's thinking. Small and white, clean and bright. Happy to meet me, blossom of snow, may you bloom and grow, bloom and grow forever. Nationalist. Why is he standing in his arm at 45 degrees to pull him out? He's anti Nazis, this guy. about being clean and white and happy. That's what I mean. It's good though. Isn't that, isn't that good though? Don't you want to be clean and happy? You can't help being white. You know? But do you want to be clean and happy, Tom? Yes. I know it's hard for you with your strange habit of smearing shit all over your face, but... <laughs> so we've got... We've got 13 seconds. You've got to watch the whole movie though to see this in context. Bless the homeland. Pretty much. Uh, just before I thought we, we were going out on we that. We are, but uh, without any context of the move, that song in the movie, what's your take? Uh, worst all time. <laughs> <laughs> Toodle pip. Bye. Dust me done, you. <laughs> You'll love the movie, mate. It's a good movie.